Praise the Lord. Welcome to Cross Time with Pastor Curtis here on a wonderful Friday morning in Queen City, Texas in the studio at Crossway Church. And uh, we are teaching First Timothy every Friday morning here. Uh, if you live anywhere in the area, we'd love to have you come and join us to uh, just bring your Bibles, pencil, paper. Let's learn the Word of God together. And uh, we know when we're hearing the Word of God that faith comes. And when faith comes, <clears throat> faith overcomes anything that we're going through. It's what overcomes the world and uh, the devil and our flesh and everything that's going on in this old evil world. Uh, but today is Friday, as I said, and tonight is the big ladies' conference here at uh, Crossway Church. Grace uh, and Rachel are going to be here from Family Worship Center. Uh, they're eating uh, at 6 p.m., and then the service is at 7 and then uh, Saturday morning, tomorrow morning, they will uh, have service at 10, and then they will be eating lunch afterwards. And let me say it again, it is a ladies' conference. So it will be uh, a lot of ladies here from a lot of different places, and I know the Lord's going to minister this weekend through yes. those young ladies that come. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I know they're going to be a huge blessing, and the Lord uses them in a, in a huge way. Yes. And I know that they're going to come and, and minister in song and word, and that uh, many people are going to be blessed. Uh, we're located right here at 610 Highway 59 in Queen City. It's easy to find right on the road, right beside the Dollar General if you come looking for us. But everything that happens uh, here at Crossway Church, including the ladies' conference tonight in the morning, uh, we live stream everything. So you can watch it live on my Pastor Curtis Facebook page. You can watch it live on my YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. Or you, if you have a Roku, you can find the channel on the Roku sermon.net and then type in Crossway Church and you will find uh, our, our channel there within that sermon.net uh, channel on Roku, and there you will also be able to watch it live. So Amen. I encourage you to come. If you're anywhere near, there are folks coming who are from anything but near. Uh, so come again. It's tonight at 6. Uh, they'll be eating, and then services afterwards, and then tomorrow morning, services at 10, and then they'll be having a great lunch afterward and a great time of fellowship, so you don't want to miss any of that, praise God. Great things are going to take place this weekend. But here we are in the Word of God in 1 Timothy. Uh, today is our third session in our 1 Timothy teaching, and this is like a Bible class, and again, uh, we desire that you come and, and be a part of this every Friday morning, if you can be, uh, for we are hearing and learning the Word of God. Uh, not based on any uh, denominational rules or regulations or uh, down any other context other than what God tells us His Word, uh, the context of His Word really is. And that is righteousness. All the words of God's mouth are in righteousness, Proverbs 8 and 8. And His righteousness is only revealed in the gospel, yeah. Romans 1, 16 and 17. And that gospel is the, is the good news of Jesus and what He did at Calvary. Again, righteousness only comes by grace, and grace yeah. only comes through faith in the death of Jesus, Galatians 2 and 21. Everything else is make-believe and religion. And so we have to stick with God's Word. Thank God there is a people who still believe God's Word and yeah. tremble at God's Word yeah. and, and who uh, He's bringing back 
a remnant today to hold his truth yeah. in its righteous context. And I praise God for that. Doesn't make us better than anybody, but it does equip us for the days ahead. And it also allows us to bear the fruit of what Calvary produced yes. for us in Christ. And I'm thankful yes. for that. First uh, Timothy chapter 1. This is session 3 here on the 17th day of January 2020. And uh, we will begin in verse 2 today where Paul here is writing to Timothy, but not just Timothy. Uh, he writes it to Timothy uh, for counsel, but it's also for the church in Ephesus to hear. It's also for you and me today to hear, for it is considered by God to be the Word of God for all the people of God. So let's always remember that. These are called the pastoral epistles, but... Uh, we all may not be pastors, but we all should be uh, following an under-shepherd, a pastor yeah. who God has called and set forth, and, and his leadership. We should mark those men that God has given us, and we should follow them yeah. as they're following Christ. Yeah. And we know our Bibles. We know that's scriptural. Yeah. Uh, so we, we don't lift men up. But we follow those who are following Christ. And yes. Christ said those who are following me are denying themselves, taking up Correct. their cross daily and following yes. me. So that means yes. their faith yes. is in Calvary. Uh, so First Timothy chapter 1, verse 2, Paul says unto Timothy, My own son in the faith, mm -hmm. grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father mm -hmm. and Jesus Christ our Lord. I'm always reminded when I, I see the phrase, God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord, mm -hmm. that uh, of what John wrote, that our fellowship is with the Father and the Son. Yes. We fellowship with the Father and the Son. Yes. Our fellowship is with our Heavenly Father and His Son, our elder brother, yes. our King, the Lord yes. Jesus Christ. We yes. fellowship with Him, and it's all done yes. by the Spirit Amen. in the faith. In the truth that he's brought us into. And, and I want to talk about this, this one verse today. We probably won't get out of it. We might. You know, it might take us till the rapture to get out of this. But hopefully that'll be today. Yeah. Praise God. Let's, let's ask the Lord to give us what we need today. Can, yeah. can you believe that he'll give you what you need today? Yeah. Father, we thank you for the word of the Lord. We thank you for the spirit of the Lord. We ask yeah. you to fill us today with both your spirit and your word. Lord, we ask you to, uh, to impart to our hearts that, that spiritual gift that we yes. need today that comes through hearing the gospel, that comes through looking unto Jesus, that comes through hearing the word. Yes. We pray God today that <coughs> you would bless this Bible study with your presence and your great provision of grace. We pray for the meetings tonight that yes. you would bless those who are traveling in to minister, those who are traveling here to be ministered to. We pray God that you would just use tonight and tomorrow's services to do great and mighty things, Lord, uh, in the hearts of the ladies that that are coming and all who are going to be watching uh, elsewhere. We just praise you for what you're going to do, Lord, and we thank you for it. We ask you to touch each and every person who's struggling, who's under the attack of the enemy. We praise you for the miracles at your hand that we'll yes. see the result of. We praise you for the restoration that you're going to provide. Yes. Lord, we praise you for who you are, what you've done, who you are to us, yes. and all that you're revealing to us today that we might walk by faith and better understand who you are and who we are and why we're here. And we give you all the praise for it. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. 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 So the letter is mainly to Timothy, 
And Paul calls Timothy his own son in the faith. And, and, and you know, Timothy uh, possibly uh, was not saved at Paul through Paul's ministry, although some scholars say that Paul might have came through earlier when Timothy was younger, whatever. But we don't really know that for sure, but we do know the Scriptures say that, that Timothy has been knowing the Scripture since he was a child. Yes. And mm -hmm. so we covered that last week. Mm -hmm. And in, in 2 Timothy 3.15, we, we read about that. But Paul calls Timothy his own son in the faith. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is of utmost importance in the faith. Mm -hmm. uh, but we have to be careful about what we do with in the faith. I know Paul said uh, more than one time in his writings to examine yourself to make sure you're in the faith. Uh -huh. And I know we can be out of the faith, uh -huh. uh, but 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 uh, out of the faith uh, really means that we're we're no longer trusting in Christ. We're trusting in something. We've given that up, uh, and we've gone on to something different. Mm -hmm. And uh, and we'll talk a little bit about that today because in the faith is very important, uh, and we'll see that Paul speaks of Timothy to the Philippians as the only one who was like-minded with him and would care for the state of the people as he would. Well, let's look at that in Philippians 2.20. Mm -hmm. He tells the Philippians concerning Timothy, For I have no man like-minded who will naturally, that means sincerely, care for your state. Mm -hmm. Now, you got to think about this. This is Paul. He's on a mission, and he tells the church in Philippi that, I, I don't have anybody that's like-minded along with me, like-minded with me other than Timothy. Mm -hmm. Now, we, we all who the Lord has been able to bring back uh, to a place of strength in the faith where we, we, we're learning to uh, not trust in anything mm -hmm. except the work of Christ at Calvary. Uh, we're learning that. We're all learning that. So we have to be careful, and we're all learning this, what I'm about to talk about as well, how uh, to treat everybody uh, who claims Christ as Savior. Uh, just because they don't understand it like we do, uh, just because they don't have it like we do, and literally, I ain't got it like others have it. Right. But I do have enough that the Bible calls it I'm in the faith. Right. I'm in the faith. And so we have to be careful with that, uh, about what we do with other people. Uh, but nevertheless, we're called to warn, and we're called to warn, which is not the faith. We're called to warn against that would carry you out of the right. faith. And we're called to contend for the faith. We're called yeah. uh, not to let other people come and minister uh, that, that aren't preaching the faith. Yes. yes. Amen. Amen. And we're called that. That's, that's not being ugly. That's not being uh, 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 thinking you're better. No, that's guarding the flock. That that's guarding the flock. Yes, and, 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 you know, yes, we're, folk aren't being ugly who don't let folk that aren't being strengthened, who aren't learning this. Right. Uh, I mean, people, people who are uh, weak in the faith, mm -hmm. and it's not faith that's ever weak. Mm -hmm. It's us who are weak in the yes, faith or yes. us who are strong in the faith, being strengthened in the faith. Faith is, it's not weak faith and strong faith, it's right. weak or strong people right. in the faith and I'll right. show you that in the scripture. Uh, matter of fact, let's, let's go there now. Uh, Romans 
chapter 14. And this is something that needs to be talked about uh, because in the faith, there are weak folk in the faith. There are strong folk in the faith. And we'll see in Romans chapter 14 that what determines the, the place of weakness in faith or strong in faith is really the amount of freedom we're learning to walk in. That we're really learning that Christ paid it all, that the only place God is pleased is as our trust and faith is in Christ and His work there. That, that legal work at Calvary allows the Holy Spirit to legally flow from our faith in that legal work to legally function in our lives to teach us the truth. Jesus said he would do it when he came, the spirit of truth. And, 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 and the, the more truth we learn of Christ and what he did at Calvary throughout the entirety of the scriptures, the more liberty and freedom we walk in. Mm -hmm. Amen. Right. If you know the truth, the truth will make you free. Guess what? If you keep walking in the truth, you'll keep experiencing greater and greater freedom and liberty. Yeah. It's not one time and yes, one time and now you're free from sin, but what, what are you not free from? Where, where, what's causing us to be weak in the faith? And, and sometimes we don't know we're weak in the faith. That's right. You're sometimes right. we think we're strong in the faith, but we're really weak in the faith. Yeah. Let's look at this together this morning uh, concerning in the faith. We, we've learned something here recently over the last year uh, here uh, at Crossway Church. is something probably everybody else already knows, but we're kept trying to catch up with everybody. And uh, that in the Spirit means something totally different than what I've always thought it meant. The Bible teaches in Romans 8 and 9 that if, if, if the Spirit of God dwells in you, you're in the Spirit. Mm -hmm. yeah. It says that in Romans chapter 8, verse 9. Mm -hmm. If the Spirit of God dwells in you, you are in the Spirit, not in the flesh. Mm -hmm. Now, it's learning to walk after the Spirit and not after the flesh. is yeah. where we get ourselves mm -hmm. in trouble and where we have to learn to walk after. But if you're born again, you have the Spirit okay. of God. And because you have the Spirit of God, you are in the Spirit. Now, yeah. we, for years as Pentecostals, we took that and run with it to mean something else. Mm -hmm. uh, but it simply means what the Bible says. And I'm just one of them old-fashioned Bible yeah. believers Amen. And you'll stick with God's word. But back to uh, Romans chapter 14. Let's look at verse 1. Him that is weak in the faith. That lets us know right there. Mm -hmm. yes, we, we can be weak in the faith. Yes, sir. You sure can. Yeah. Everybody all right? Yes, sir. That's right. He that is weak in the faith, mm -hmm. re receive him, but not to doubtful disputations. Mm -hmm. Don't be getting in controversy. Just keep preaching the gospel. Here, you know, here, here it is. Here, here it is right here. <clears throat> the way we, as children of God, mm -hmm. uh, the light and the salt affect everybody else on the planet. Mm -hmm. We, we kind of little this down like it's really, uh, we really want to do more. We really want to be more. But th this right here is how we're the light and the salt. Three things, really. We pray for folk. Mm-hmm. We live this life before folk yes. without compromise. Yeah. We're, 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 we want to grow to be stronger and stronger yes, in the faith because yes, all sir. it takes is mustard seed yes. size faith. Yeah. And that moves mountains, that plucks up trees at the command. That, I, mean, I mean, faith is how we overcome the world. Right. Anything coming against That's us right. in the world, faith is how we That's overcome it. the world, 1 John 5 and 4. That's so right. we pray for them. 
We live this life before them, and when the door opens, we share the reason we have this hope, victory, liberty, and freedom. Yes, but we don't get into doubtful disputations with Correct. them. Watch this. Yes. For one believes that he may eat all things. Mm -hmm. Another who is weak eats vegetables. Uh -huh. Only vegetables. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. Now, he's not weak just because he eats only vegetables. Mm -hmm. He's weak because he's yes. only eating vegetables and he thinks that's yes, sir. doing something for him. Yes. Yes, he's right. gaining something uh -huh. by doing that. Yes, sir. Yes, Watch sir. this now. Let not him that eats despise him that eats not. Mm -hmm. And let not him which eats not judge him that eats why? Because God has received him. Mm -hmm. God has received us. Yes. God is our judge. God will teach us if we have ears to hear, if we're willing to learn. Yeah. God has received. If God has received us, mm -hmm. he's given you the power to become the children of God. Yes. John chapter 1 verse 12. Yes. Those that who have received him, mm -hmm. to them he's given power <coughs> to become, mm -hmm. that means to be becoming mm -hmm. the children of God. Right. So, and we're not to go around just judging folk. No. Because God has received us all. Now, we're to preach the gospel. Yeah. We're to live according to the freedom we have. <clears throat> yeah. We know that we can eat anything mm -hmm. because we're free. Some people don't know that yet. Maybe this guy who was only eating vegetables back in the day was paranoid about the, the foods maybe and all that stuff that they were offering to idols back in that day. I don't know. I, I wasn't there. And today, <clears throat> if a man, a woman, whoever wants to only eat carrots and vegetables, praise God for that. They might be a little more healthier. But they're not getting anything for it. Right. Spiritually. Yes. They're not getting anything uh -huh. for it. And they that think they are, the Bible here says they're weak mm -hmm. in the faith. Faith is not weak, mm -hmm. no. but I can be weak in the faith. Right. So I wanted to cover that just a tad bit, and I'm sure by uh, people who have greater knowledge than I could straighten out what I messed up or bring a lot more knowledge to us. But uh, in the faith means you've been received by God. Mm -hmm. And you've been received by God only through one avenue, through your faith in the blood of Jesus, the death of Christ at Calvary for the atonement, the forgiveness of our sins. Mm -hmm. He received us. He received us because we received Him. Yes. The Bible in Ephesians 1.4 says He chose us before the foundation of the world. Right. He chose us in Christ. Mm -hmm. That's Ephesians 1 4. Before the foundation of the world, yeah, yeah. Yes, he sir. chose us, but he chose us when he saw us somewhere, mm -hmm. and that somewhere took our faith to get there. Mm -hmm. yeah, right. Because the only way to be in Christ is by faith in what he did at Calvary yeah. mm -hmm. through his death. And God saw that you would believe. Yeah. And he chose you in that believing place. The only I don't know if you've heard this before, but the only place to believe in God is in Christ. Mm -hmm. There's no other place to right. believe in God. Right. The only believing place that exists is in Christ. That means in what He provided to get you in. That's right. That same faith, that same death keeps you in mm -hmm. the faith. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So we're all growing. 
Can I get a witness? We're all grown. And you know, folks shouldn't be uh, blasted and condemned and talked ugly to because they're doing this or doing that. And we just, if we'll just keep preaching God's Word, preaching the freedom and the liberty that comes with, with, with the Gospel and our, our believing the Gospel, then we learn to stand fast in the liberty where Christ made us free. Mm-hmm. Then we can experience more and more freedom. I want to share another scripture with you this morning, Proverbs 13 and 15. Now, I'm sharing this with you because we're talking about in the faith. Paul wrote to Timothy. He, he tells us that Timothy was his, his, like his own son in the faith. <clears throat> and I've shown you how you can be weak in the faith, you can be strong in the faith, but thank God if you're a believer in Christ, you're trusting in what he did at Calvary, you're in the faith. Even when you're learning not, not, to trust in other things. Every one of us are learning not to trust in other things. Your and my deal may not be only eating this. Your and my deal may be something else that's so deceptive and subtle we don't even notice it yet. We're trusting in something. But we're still trusting in Christ. We're not preaching what we used to do or what we do. We're preaching Christ and Him crucified, but nevertheless, we're still learning not to trust in some of these things. I mean, we think sometimes we might think we have to argue or we might have to say a curse word to God forbid that, but there's a lot of people who do. They think if I don't curse, they won't know how serious I am. If I don't curse, they won't know that I mean business. Listen, that's trusting in Using foul language to get your point across. That's not right. And and just because somebody does that doesn't mean they're not in the faith. It means they're weak in the faith. We're all struggling. Glory to God. Thank God we can all grow. There's room for growth for everybody. And as we learn these things... We, we, although we are contending for the faith, standing our ground, preaching Christ and Him crucified, the righteousness of God's Word, and pointing out false doctrine, and sometimes those who are putting it out there, but yet we're all growing. We love, we forgive, we're merciful, because if, if you're a Christian, God has received you. He's received you, and God is the judge, and I'm thankful I'm not. Now, I'll have to admit, I've tried to play the judge many times. Even in my own mind, I try to be the judge. We've all done it, but we're not the judge. And when we finally wake up and realize we're not the judge, oh, what a relief it is. Remember that old commercial? Oh, what a relief it is. What was that? Alpha Seltzer, plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Sometimes it takes a plop, plop, and the fizz, fizz for us to realize, thank God I'm not the judge. Amen. It's all again. My purpose is to pray for folk, live this life before folk, and to share the reason I have this liberty and freedom to folk. When folk who are only eating this or that and ask me why in the world I'm eating everything, I can tell them because Jesus died. To free me from any type of uh, uh, law that I think I have to do something to be right with God, to get somewhere with God, Jesus paid it all. Yes, He did. And that means all. And and we're all having to learn that. Yes, sir. We're all having to learn that. We just need 
bless our darling hearts, we just need to learn to be patient with folk. Yeah. And when they're just not getting it, well, I guarantee it, there's some things that I'm just not getting yet either. <laughs> we yeah. fail to look at that. Oh. When we're pointing all these fingers at everybody out there, we got we better look at them thumbs because they point right back here at us. Amen. Yes, amen. Everybody said amen. amen. Glory to God. Yeah. So, but I want to give you this scripture in Proverbs 13 and 15 because it shows us that there is always a greater avenue of experience of what we've received in Christ. We, if all I've got now is I'm in church and read the Bible and pray, and I, listen, no, this life to live is Christ. To live as Christ, mm -hmm. to express Him. And, and if all I've got is a church service, praise God for that. It's so wonderful to gather in His name and to sing and worship God and hear the word of the Lord and, and to fellowship. All those things are wonderful. But if that's all I've got when I'm by myself, if I don't still have what I've got in that worship service, there's something missing and I need to be growing to that understanding mm -hmm. that whether I'm here with you or I'm at home by myself, I've still got the, an audience with the one who loves me that the Bible says his thoughts are so much toward me, so many they can't be numbered. There is mm -hmm. the sand grains on the earth. Mm -hmm. His thoughts are toward us. Yeah. The Bible tells us that. Yeah. That's how many thoughts God's having toward you. He just loves you so much he can't stop thinking about you. He's all wrapped up about you. Hallelujah. That's good news, isn't it? Even while we're growing in our little old infant state, and that's why I used to say we just gonna stay in kindergarten, but my Lord, I think I'll just back up to pre-K. Because I mean, I feel like every time I learn something, I feel like, man, I should have known that. And 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 we're growing, and we're just little children of God that are growing. Now I understand we can be carnal. Hebrews chapter 5. But uh, but we're growing. Hopefully we're not carnal and just, I ain't growing. This is it for me. No, I, I'm hungry and I want to grow. I know the, 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 the room for growth is there. Maturity is there. So watch this in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 15. Good understanding gives, and that means gains, favor. We're talking about experience here. We are favored by God. Because He has saved us. He's received us. He's called us the children of God. He's given us His Spirit. He's promised to, to give us everything freely by His Spirit because we're now with Christ, His Son. And, we, and, and, and you could go on all day about who we are in Christ and how God feels about us, thinks about us. But what the more we learn, the more freedom we experience, the more favor... Again, we are favored of God. That's not something we just say, how you doing? Well, I'm high, uh, uh, highly favored. And what do we say? Uh, blessed and highly favored of God. Can't lose for winning. Well, that's more than words. We are favored by God. We have been given the keys of the kingdom, the benefits of Christ dying for us, more than just forgiveness of sins, but grace to function and live, to love our families and to love those that hate us and to be the salt and light. We've been given, the Bible says, all things. All things in Christ Jesus. All the promises that are in Him. But good understanding. That means if my understanding is not that good, I'm not going to gain much of the favor. I'm talking about the experience. All God's children are favored by God. He can't stop thinking about you. Even if you're the most immature saint in the church, whoever that might be, I'm probably not too far up from the bottom of that list. But 
He can't stop thinking about you. Mm -hmm. But he wants you to grow mm -hmm. in the faith. Because it's not the faith, again, that's weak. It's us who are weak in the faith or strong in the faith. And I don't think none of us are as strong as we'd like to think we are in the faith. Amen. Go back and listen to Brother Curtis's message from Wednesday night about having the keys of the kingdom binding and loosing and, and see why the Lord told his disciples they couldn't cast that devil out. I promise you, you will be convicted if you have a heart for God. Mm. It's a powerful message Wednesday night. But Proverbs 13, 15, good understanding gives favor. That means the greater understanding we have, the more we learn of what Christ has actually provided for us, the, the level of liberty and freedom that we have there is to eat pickles only if you want to. Pizza only if you want to. Because it's not about what you eat, what day you have church on, how much Bible. It's about Jesus and what yeah. He provided. And if that's where my faith actually yeah. is, I, it's a, it, it ain't me guaranteeing, it's God guaranteeing a greater experience of that favor. And in that favor is the liberty and the freedom. And mm -hmm. everything else God's called you to walk in. Watch this now. Good understanding gains favor. But the way of transgressors, which means unfaithful, the way of the unfaithful mm -hmm. is hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yes, true. You know, if I'm just eating, if I'm just eating pickles, man, I'm, I don't had some. I, I don't eat nothing but pickles because I know, I, you know, I've got to suffer for God. I've got to suffer, and I can't eat all that other stuff. That'd just be too, too, too prosperous for me. And you know, I, then I don't understand how free I am, mm -hmm. how liberated. I've, I've not become uh, liberated to just go live in sin. The Bible says don't use your cloak of liberty as a cloak of licentiousness or whatever to, to live in sin. Yeah. We've not been liberated to go back in the That's sin, right. to be in bondage. We've been liberated to, to know now that we can eat all things because it's not about what goes in, it's about what comes out of the heart. Right. It's not about what goes in the body, but what comes out. Right. So we're all growing. Mm -hmm. If you're a Christian, you're in the faith unless you've just turned away and left it. Mm -hmm. Because there are people who are weak in the faith who are still growing. There are some people who just trust totally in Christ and Him crucified and are learning not to trust. And they're not today. Right. Today, after years of walking in this truth, they have, they have become stronger and stronger in the faith. And, and listen, I don't care if the Lord tarries another hundred years and you walk in this faith another hundred years, you will become stronger, yes, as you learn to trust in what He did at Calvary because only through there is His strength what's making you strong. His strength's what's making us strong. Not, I'm doing all this now. No, it's more humility more trust in that very work there. It's His strength being made perfect in our weakness. Mm -hmm. And we're growing in His strength. Mm -hmm. But there will always be room for growth. Mm -hmm. And we just keep always. living it, praying for those, yes. and praying for ourselves, yes. and sharing this word, that this, 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 the reason we have this hope, mm -hmm. this freedom, this liberty, is because Christ paid 
yeah. for everything. I don't have to live under some this day, that day, this food, not that food, uh, this long sleeves, no makeup, no old, never cut off. Listen, it's God's not about all that. Mm -mm. God's about what His Son did at Calvary. Yeah. See, that'll liberate you right there. Yeah, yeah. amen. Yeah. I've watched people who were born again come out of certain <clears throat> churches that couldn't wear jewelry, couldn't wear makeup, couldn't wear this, couldn't breathe, but every other day. Mm -hmm. I mean, they just could Man, they were bound, and they started listening to this liberating gospel. Mm -hmm. Then you they had a ring on their finger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Now those that they come out, oh, they condemning them because they had a ring on that. Uh -huh. there, there's, there's freedom. There's liberty. Yeah. And the more understanding, a good understanding gains us the experience of that favor of God that we already have. Everybody okay this morning? Amen. Amen. So, uh, he talks about Timothy being his son in the faith. And, and, uh, and, and, and when we see the words the faith. I always am reminded by the Lord of Galatians 2 and 20. And it's a paramount scripture for those who are growing in the faith. Learning uh, the avenue, the only avenue through which God has given us to live, to experience life, which is by the way to experience Christ. If you are experiencing Christ, you are living and that life is expressed. That's why I go back to praying for folk and living this life, which is expressing Christ. Mm -hmm. If we learn more and more how the Holy Spirit works in Romans chapter 6, 7, and especially 8, according to the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus, uh, then we can grow and we can be more mature. But watch what Paul says, and this is the only avenue through which the Christian lives, experiences life. Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I, I live in the flesh, the life which I now, right now, as he wrote this, the life that I right now live in the flesh, I live by the faith mm -hmm. of the Son of God. What did that faith do? It allowed him to love me mm -hmm. and to give himself for me. Points to Calvary. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's the, the faith that Jesus, let me say it this way, the grace, Hebrews 2 and 9, chapter 2, verse 9 of Hebrews, the grace that Jesus tasted death by for all men mm -hmm. is the same and only avenue grace is imparted to any human being. The measure of faith that we have, the word measure means portion. The measure, the portion of faith that the Lord has given us is a, is a portion, the, the measure of the faith of the Son of God that loved us and gave Himself. Without our faith being in the cross of Christ, it's not in Christ and we don't have a faith to live by. And we can easily, though we've been born again, and though we're in the Spirit, because we have the Spirit, Romans 8 and 9. Because we have walked in the faith, we, we, that doesn't mean that we're not still walking after the flesh. Right. That's right. 
We, that's why Romans chapter 6, 7, especially 7, was written to teach us in Galatians chapter 5, really the whole book of Galatians, how to learn how to walk after the Spirit. Follow the leading of the Spirit, which is the Spirit of truth, which truth is Jesus and what He provided at Calvary. So uh, we need to be careful with this. The, the, the faith that the life we live right now in the flesh... We live by the faith mm -hmm. of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Mm -hmm. That's why when, when, when I, I, I'm trusting in any degree in something I'm doing, and we do that. Yeah. We do that. Yeah. We, we, we may not do it all day, every day. We may not do it on some days, but we do that. I've used the example for several years that it's so subtle, but it's a good uh, example. If I do a big piece of stupid, something sinful on Friday, ugly. Mm -hmm. God forgive me, I say. Help me not to do this again, I say. It's what Christians do. But then, even in its subtlety, in its... And it's hidden deception because I'm I'm I, I'm still growing, or maybe I've stopped growing because I've just looked about. Uh, but if I'm calling on God to forgive me, that yeah. proves that I I'm asking God, I need help. Yeah, right. yeah. But I can be asking for help and still go on Monday morning and try to think I'm covering it up by doing a big piece of good. Mm. Because that makes me feel good yeah, right. about what I did. On yeah. Friday, but yeah. let me remind you, I can't cover my sin. No, no, no sir, we can't. If I tr if I'm trying to cover my sin, I can't walk in the prosperity of God's mercy. Mm -hmm. Where's that at in the Bible, brother? Well, I'm so glad you asked this morning. Let's look at Proverbs 28 and 13. This is called rightly dividing the scriptures. Proverbs 28 and 13. He that covers his sins shall not prosper. And the example I just gave is what we're trying to do even when we don't know we're doing it. We know if we're put on the spot. Jesus died for our sins. Jesus paid for my sins. It's the only way I can be forgiven. But the flesh operates so subtle. Yeah. And we were bound under law for so long. Yeah. And, and we think that I've got to do something good now. I did something bad. Mm -hmm. And you do need to go and say I'm sorry. You yeah. do need to apologize. You do need to make things right as much as you can. Forgive me. Yeah. I'm sorry. Pray for me that I don't I don't want to be this way. Pray for me. I don't want to do that. You, know, you need to go that route. But in the eyes of God, the only place of covering my big piece of stupid is what Jesus did at Calvary. And we need to be learning that. And even though we are learning that, the key here is we are learning that. We are growing in that freedom. That doesn't mean that on Monday morning when I see somebody have a need, I say I ain't got to help them because uh, I ain't got to try to do good because I did bad on Friday. No. You see, there's a place we walk there where we do mm -hmm. tend to people who have needs. Mm -hmm. But we know that's not covering up what we did on Friday. Mm -hmm. right. It's okay to eat only pickles as long as we know that ain't getting us nowhere with God. Yes. That may preserve your insides. I don't know. <laughs> but it ain't getting you nowhere with God. And watch this, Proverbs 28, 13. He that covers his sins 
shall not prosper. But whoso confesses and forsakes them shall have mercy. We've said it for years. Anybody can go to bed every night saying, God, forgive me, God, forgive me. For 40 years, God, forgive me, God, forgive me, confessing their sins. But only those who bring their sins to Calvary will find the power of the Holy Spirit, which He can legally deliver you. And give you the strength to forsake your sin. Anybody can confess sin, but the only ones who find the power to forsake sin are those who bring their sins to Calvary. That's the only place they're forgiven and the only place we find daily deliverance, which I need, everybody needs daily deliverance. No, I may not be a drunk and a foul mouth and a this and that, but I still need deliverance daily. And the only place God can restore my soul daily into an agreement with Him today is in the path of righteousness. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness. Amen which is that faith that comes that brings forth His righteous fruit because of His righteous work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Remember, what we have is the righteousness of faith. And that should tell us something, that the result of any faith is righteousness. Mm-hmm. The first yeah. result of your faith was that you became righteous. Yeah. You were in Christ. The Spirit of God dwells in you. You were in the Spirit. You were justified. My Lord, we go on half a day on what happened when you were just born again. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Mm -hmm. But we can grow. Yes. We can grow. Yes. Yes. And we need to be growing. Yes. In the faith. Only. In the faith, we experience this grace, mercy, and peace. And let's talk about these things that he says here unto Timothy, my own son, in the faith. We could, we could, we could talk about in the faith for weeks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's true. But we'll try to move on through this first, Timothy. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. Isn't it amazing how Paul would walk in a place with a ministry... Uh, that we see in verse 1, he considered to be a commandment to him. Now, let's don't forget that Paul considered his calling a commandment. I wonder how many of us ministers today consider our calling, how many Christians and what God's called them to do specifically, do they realize and understand that it's a commandment. Mm -hmm. The new covenant is a commandment. Mm -hmm. God commanded his covenant to a thousand generations. Jesus was commanded. Jesus is the new covenant. And he's the one that was commanded to come and to lay his life down and to take it up again. And the reason he said he could and had that power is because he had that commandment from the Father. John 10 18 tells us that. Think about that. Paul considered his calling a commandment. Mm-hmm. Look at verse 1. Paul. An apostle of Jesus Christ by the commandment of God, our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. He considered his calling a commandment, not something his grandmama told him he might be good at. <laughs> not something he, 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 well, I can talk good before people. My Lord, car salesmen can do that. They do it good. They talk you right into a new car you can't even afford. That's right. 
Yes. But, you know I mean? but the Lord calls, the Lord sets you in a place if He's called you, if He's sent you, and it's a command. That's why preachers who won't walk in their place of calling and command of God, they're miserable. Oh, they're miserable. If, if you're called to preach and you ain't preaching, you'll be miserable the rest of your life. Because we're avoiding the command to walk in a place where we're refusing to walk in. Think about that. So he, he says unto Timothy, my own son in faith, Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. Well, you might read this and say, well, how, who does Paul think he is to be able to say there's grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father for you, Timothy? <laughs> well, because Paul understood that God's grace, mercy, and peace is to all his people. And, he, and, and what God gave us at the born-again experience, He simply wants to multiply it every day in our lives. God wants to multiply everything He's given us. God wants to, us our faith to be added to, Peter wrote about. We should be growing. Our faith should be being added to. We should be learning and growing to walk in a greater place of freedom. We used to do this. We used to wouldn't wear this and wear that. And now we're we're, we're not uh, going overboard. But we're now we now know that we're not trusting in God, and God's not pleased with if I wear a ring or don't wear a ring or makeup or no makeup. He's pleased as He looks at my heart and sees my heart believing unto righteousness, mm -hmm. which is Christ in that work at yeah. Calvary. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because God is only pleased by faith. Yes. And if it and if we live by the faith mm -hmm. of the Lord Jesus Christ that loved us and gave himself with us, that proves he's only pleased by that faith. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's only pleased with the faith that brings life, not the faith in something that puts us under more bondage and law and, and causes us to be unfaithful. And we read in Proverbs, what was it, Proverbs? 13 and 15, that the, the, the unfaithful, the transgressor, that doesn't just mean sinner, it means those that are unfaithful is hard. Yeah. If I'm only eating pickles and I think that's doing something between me and getting me something from God, what's going to happen when Walmart don't have no pickles? Mm -hmm. I'm in trouble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Y'all understand what I'm trying to say yeah, today? So, and it's only in the faith which we are if we've trusted in Christ. Mm -hmm. And we know that Jesus is still the answer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Only answer. Mm -hmm. But we're learning to trust in Him more. That's it. Yeah. We know there's more grace. Yeah. We know there's a greater experience of God's mercies. We know there's a greater experience of God's peace. All yes, of which comes only through learning about Christ and yes. what he did at Calvary. When Peter wrote yeah. Yeah. that we need to grow in the knowledge and the grace, here it comes, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it's the knowledge of him. Mm -hmm. It's the grace he tasted death for every man for. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the grace he tasted for us at Calvary for the forgiveness of sins. It's grace he tasted for us at Calvary through his death to get us any type of the moving of the Holy Spirit today. All grace today to function and operate as a, a husband, a daddy, a mother, a wife, a pastor, a 
a welder on your job, whatever it is, I need grace. And God's got more, but He only gives more grace to the humble. And the humble are those who just keep looking to Calvary. And that doesn't mean while we're looking to Calvary that we're not still learning to be delivered from other things that we constantly are trusting in. And the, 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 those who are maturing in this faith will admit that. Those who are honest will admit that. Well, I ain't trusting in nothing but Christ. I'm, I'm determined to know nothing. Well, I'm determined to know nothing either, but I'm still learning not to put my trust in other things. Yeah. I'm determined not to stop looking at Calvary. To know nothing, but that's the answer. But in that declaration, that, that's what allows me to see things I'm still trusting in that I don't need to be. Yes, Lord. Amen, that's Brother right. Curtis. That's right. That's true. <laughs> because until we reach perfection, and that doesn't happen on the earth, only when we meet Christ in the, in the clouds one day, we're, there's no perfection here except that which is in Christ, mm -hmm. and nobody is has reached or will reach a level of protect, uh, uh, perfection, and that godly that we become the ones that everybody looks at. Everybody want to be like him. No, it's Jesus. Yes, he is the only perfect one. That's it. That's why when we look to him, trust in him, God considers us as perfect as him. It's his faith, his obedience, his humility that's been granted over to us through the work at Calvary. Even the humility we have comes through our hearing the gospel and we humble ourselves and admit, Lord, I've been trusting in that. I've only been eating pickles for 30 years thinking that's got me somewhere with you. And now I see that all of my liberty took place, was offered me at Calvary. Mm -hmm. We're learning that. Mm -hmm. We're learning that. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, there ain't a soul on the planet who's as free as they're going to be tomorrow if they keep trusting in Christ. Yeah. And it's working Calvary. Grace is what God does in and through Christ. Let me say it a better way. Grace is what God did in Christ at Calvary so that through our faith in that, He can do in and through us His will. That's what great is. God's unmerited favor, His goodness toward an undeserving, uh, toward undeserving men. It's all the things you've heard it to be. But if grace is taking place, that means God is taking place yeah. in your life. He's moving. He's teaching you. Titus chapter 2 verses 11 through 13 tell us grace teaches us. Even causes us to look for the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's what grace does because that's what God does. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. So grace is what God did in Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 tells us that God was in Christ reconciling sinners to himself. Mm -hmm. And when our faith is there, that same God, by that same grace, and through that same faith, Jesus tasted death by, we get to be saved by that grace, walk in that faith, live by that faith, and experience the grace of God daily, which is, in all simplicity, what God is doing in my life is carrying out His will, and part of that will is teaching me just how liberated I have become in Christ. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. And if folk who think they got to worship only on a Friday night or a Saturday morning, they're weak mm -hmm. in the faith. That's right. Mm -hmm. They're bound. Mm 
And if they were growing, they wouldn't stay in that 30 years and come out and, and die in that same state. If you're growing in the faith, if you're getting a better and a better and a better and a better understanding, you're going to experience a more gooder and a more gooder and a more gooder favor of God's how we say it here in Texas. What the Bible says, if we're growing, we're growing in a place of more liberty. And that means that we're not blasting everybody because they're not growing with us. Right. God forgive us. God help us to grow in this area. Yeah. We are going to preach the truth. We are going to declare God only works in the truth. Yes, because the Bible tells us that. Psalms 33, 4. We're not going to exclude scriptures. We're not going to not preach scriptures just because uh, other folk don't get it. We're going to preach the word. We're going to live the word. We're going to pray for everybody. And we're just going to be yes. hopefully proper in the judgment that we bring. Yes, Lord. Amen. Yes, Lord. So God's grace is what God did in Christ at Calvary. In and through Christ at Calvary. And what he will do in and through us today if our faith is in what he did there in Christ. Mercy is the means through which God does what he does in and through Christ. Uh -huh. He's merciful. Yes, he is. And the cross in the old covenant was represented by the mercy seat where they sprinkle the blood. Uh -huh. you, you can't get away from Calvary. If you do, you're moving away from maturity. <clears throat> you're moving. If we move away from the cross, we're moving into psychology. And we can't just assume everybody is still trusting in what Christ did at Calvary. We have to preach what Christ did at Calvary in all the scriptures. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Continually. Mm -hmm. yes. Continually. Yeah. Without stop. That's right. Whatever is in the Word. Yes, sir. It's got to be tied to Jesus and what he did at Calvary. Yes, sir. If it's not, we'll leave thinking we got to try to perform what we just heard. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the living word that performed all the word. And as my faith is in him and what he did as the living, crucified, buried and raised mm -hmm. word of God, that same living word is going to function yes. in me and through yes, me sir. by his spirit, by the grace yes, of God, because of God's great mercy. Yes, Lord Jesus. God's been merciful to us. Oh, he's been merciful to us. Yes. He's received us yes. in our hateful, sinful conditions. Yes, Lord. And you know what? When we wake up every day, there he is again. Yes, when you wake up, He's not hiding from you. When you wake up, He's not gone. He's right there waiting to teach you and to bless you and to grow you again today so that you'll know just how much liberty you have. And peace is the fruit of the faith we have. Peace. He's the God of peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And that peace has been offered us. Colossians 1.20 tells us He made our peace by the blood of his cross. Yes, he did. Ephesians 2.13 says we were drawn nigh by the blood. Uh -huh. And when we're walking with the Lord, we have peace and we need that peace. Yes, we do. But let me say this about peace and all the attributes of God. They're not things that he just uh, imparts to you. It's him you're experiencing. Mm. If you're experiencing peace, he didn't just deposit a little peace in you. No, you're growing in your experience 
with Him. Your trust in Him gives you that peace. It's Him you're trusting in. Your relationship with Him. He's real. He doesn't just come along and, and drop two or three drops of peace in your heart. No, He is your peace. Yes, He is. And your relationship with Him, based on your faith in what He did at Calvary, you're learning just how free you are. Just how merciful He's been. Just how much peace you know you ought to have on day. Things go on in our lives and there's chaos. And, uh, and we're like, Lord, I know I ought to be experiencing peace today in the midst of all this. Why do you say that? Why do you know that? Because you know He provided it to you yes. in who He is and what He did yes. at Calvary. Yes. And you're admitting, I'm struggling yes, in my trusting you. Right. Because He's not withholding peace. No. He's offering Himself as peace. Yeah. We need to just admit, Lord, I'm struggling today in my trusting you. I'm struggling. I love you and I trust you. Lord, help me to trust you in this. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Oh, yes, Lord. Well, it's been good. Amen. We can open the Word of God and if we have allowed the Lord to bring us back to a focus of Him and what He did at Calvary, we can all who've been born again, who are in the Spirit, who have the Spirit, who are in the faith, can learn to grow. Mm -hmm. But God does require us to grow. He gets grieved when we refuse to grow. Yes. He gets grieved when we refuse to listen to the only avenue of growth He's provided. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's very grieved mm -hmm. with His people today. Mm -hmm. The church is very sick today. The church is very weak today right. in the faith. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now not everybody's in the faith that claims to be in the faith. Mm -hmm. You must confess Jesus is the only avenue through His death at Calvary mm -hmm. for all things to come to you. Yeah. That's what allows you to be in the faith. Mm -hmm. But although we're in faith, we are growing in faith. Yes. For those who are just not going to choose to grow, and it is a daily choice, we must choose to desire to grow. God, give me the desire to grow. Give me the desire to be changed. Mm -hmm. Many don't want that. Many have turned away from the faith. They've been seduced by doctrines of devils along with the working of our own flesh and false teachers and all that piles up together and tries to move us away from the place of growth. Because it is a reality. If we're not growing, we're going to eventually stop bearing fruit and that's a dangerous place to be. But in the faith, there's weak in the faith and there's strong in the faith. But we ought not to separate ourselves and all the weak in the faith set over there in the corner and all the strong in the faith set on the end. Right, no. no, 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 no. We're all a part of the body of Christ. Yes. We're all growing. Yes, we are. When I showed up in this world, mom and daddy was strong and I was a weak baby, couldn't even hold the bottle up to feed my own self. Mm -hmm. Right. I couldn't even walk. Everywhere I went, they had to carry me. Yes, that's right. Maybe God did all that to show us. Yeah. Same right. thing's going You're on right. in the church. That's exactly Your faith 
your freedom and your liberty will help somebody else. Mm. Now, there will be people always that rebuke you for thinking you're that free. But the Bible says those are the strong in the faith that know all things yeah. are lawful for us, but yet not all things are expedient, beneficial for us. Mm. So we can grow. Mm -hmm. That means we should strive to grow. Yes, sir. So let us be found growing in the faith. Yeah. Because the faith is the victory. And it is the faith of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Praise God. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for sharing this on social media. Thanks for praying for us. Thanks for sowing into the ministry. Those of you who do, you can give as easily as pulling your uh, cell phone out and texting to 903-231-5950. Again, that's 903-231-5950 or donating on the website at thecrosswaychurch.com. Don't forget about the ladies' meeting tonight and in the morning. Starts tonight at 6 o'clock with a very good dinner they'll be having. So God bless you. We love you. And until next time, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. Yes, amen. We'll see you then. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. That was good, Brother Curtis.